welcome into episode 44 of the Best Coast Fantasy Football Podcast. My name is Brandon. I am here with Jordan and Zach. Uh, Josh will actually be joining us a little later on. He had some prior engagements right now, but uh, we do have a special guest tonight. Zach is joining us once again. Welcome in, guys. How you doing? Doing Yo. great. How you doing? doing real good. Doing real good. You guys have a good Thanksgiving and nice little break we had there. I am struggling getting back to real life. I'm not going to lie. Today was a little rough. Yeah, you were in Orlando, right? We did we did the Disney experience where you you walk 12 miles a day and still gain weight. It's impressive. Oh, yeah. yeah, you were sending me photos and I was getting super jealous of not only the weather, but the good food, the drinks. And I'm sitting here freezing cold and like enjoying my awesome yeah. Mountain Dew. <laughs> Drink around the world in 80 degree weather in late November. Can't beat that. Oh man, that would Until be nice. Until the credit card bill comes, then it comes real. But you know, yeah, we, we don't have to worry about that right now. No, it was that's a good future guy. problems. Yeah, yeah, future so. Zach problems for sure. Hey, oh, there he is. There's Josh. what's up, fellas? We expected. That's what we like to see. Yeah, just got it going. So this is perfect. Well, we had quite the the week uh, twelve here. We are in serious crunch time now before the playoffs, and all of our all of our leagues are really coming down to the wire for pretty much all the playoff positions. It would so, be a lot more down to the wire if I had beaten Zach in our dynasty league. Yeah, oh. well, you know, yeah, really yeah. that was a tough but, loss. That league of record is crazy. We have four, five teams that are winning in. Like it basically comes down to points and tiebreakers, and it's gonna be, uh, it's gonna be crazy again. I love. I think it every was. Year. I think it was two weeks ago. I had a one percent chance of making the playoffs. Uh, yeah. And now, now it's now it's gone. So now it's zero. <laughs> <laughs> it was there. It was it was really exciting. But I think half of our league is at five hundred. Yeah. Like two others that are one game above. So it's yeah. It's a. It's been a slobber yes. knocker. I need the I needed the craziest thing to happen in Sunday night football and that was Lazard to get less than five points and somehow he managed three point two and kept my dreams alive. So <laughs> I, I still still haven't figured out how that one happened, but you know, we're we're uh well, the we're, are terrible, so Yeah, yeah. I mean they, they scored touchdowns. I mean, and then in the other league, you know, Cobb got that touchdown right away and I was like, Oh, I'm done. Like he's gonna I'm going to lose, and then he didn't get anything really the rest of the game. So, I think the most impressive thing for me was that I had a team where Josh Jacobs scored 45.3 points, and I still lost. That is very impressive. Sometimes you just play against better teams, you know? Okay, Zach. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Everyone gets lucky. So, (laughs) it happens. But, um, all right, well, let's hop into the the daily roundabout here. Travis Etienne ended up leaving the game really, really early with a foot injury, uh, went back to the locker room. I guess he was cleared to return to the game, but they chose not to play him, uh, which is kind of interesting going forward because I think they liked what they saw with Jermichael Hasty in that game. And so I, I don't know if that's going to mean we're going to see a little bit more of both running backs now. Etienne says he's going to be good to go next week, but that's something to monitor, I think, going into the playoffs now. Um, Elijah Mitchell did suffer an MCL sprain. They're saying he's going to be out six to eight weeks, which is so unfortunate for him. He just got back. He was looking pretty good. That offense really was looking good with both running backs back there. So that's pretty unfortunate. 
Uh, Aaron Rodgers left with an oblique injury, says that he wants to play unless they're officially eliminated from the playoffs. So that's something to keep an eye on as well. They may shut him down. Um, but that, you know, the the love connection with uh, Watson actually looked pretty good in the toward the end of that game. So, you know, that's something to also monitor. Darnell Mooney is likely to have a season-ending ankle surgery. Um, it hasn't been officially announced, but that's where that was the word from the, the coach. Uh, Michael Carter has a high ankle sprain, uh, likely to miss some time there. James Robinson was a healthy scratch, but if Michael Carter is going to miss time, it's likely that he's back next week. Uh, Allen Robinson had season-ending foot surgery and – or is having season ending foot surgery. That whole team is basically just shutting everybody down. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't doubt it, but we don't see much of Stafford. Um, I don't think cups going to come back, which is unfortunate for the playoff situation for everybody. Uh, Aaron, Aaron Donald. Donald yeah. Aaron Donald. Also. Yep. So that's huge for Detroit. That's looking like a top five pick going to Detroit now for that Stafford trade. Yeah. Imagine trading for a quarterback and giving another team a top five pick. Well, you, oh. got, you got a yeah. ring out of it. I think that that might be worth it. Yeah. Hashtag well, cell phone. Oh. Yeah. 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 I didn't get the ring out of it, so it doesn't feel good. Um, <laughs> uh, Damian Harris has a thigh injury that will keep him out of Thursday. This upcoming Thursday night football game. Uh, Ramondre Stevenson's just going to keep rolling. Uh, Steve's season. Full PPR. He's the RB nine <laughs> on the season. Um, so he's having a really good year right now. Uh, Joe Mixon remains in the concussion protocol. That's something to keep an eye on all week. If he doesn't get in practices, you can expect him to miss another week. And, uh, Samaji Piran actually filled in pretty nicely for him this week. Uh, so, you know, you can expect another, another game out of him. If, uh, I think he'll be in like, you know, my top 15 for sure. If, if, uh, Mixon is out next week. So. Yeah. Anything else you guys want to add to the daily roundabout that I missed? Uh, Jamar Chase answers? expected back this week for real this time. Is that yeah. from Joe Burrow's mouth or from somebody reputable? That was from, that was from the coach, who is also not reputable because he, he's kind of <laughs> lied about mixing injury status previously. But it's not just player talk. Now it's coach talk. You know, it's like now it's coach talk. Oh, yeah. so it's it's moved up one notch. Yep, Let's like it's like it's like better. one notch. Better than beat reporter talk. <laughs> That's for sure. Yeah, it's going from doubtful to questionable. You know. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I, I I play him in three leagues this upcoming week, so he's <laughs> going to return. Like oh, he'll yeah. be, yeah, he's he'll be back. This week. Yeah, yeah, he will definitely be back. Um, so, uh, but let's hop hop into the best coast big and bad week twelve here. So on the quarterbacks. Josh Allen, 253 and two passing touchdowns. Also had 78 rushing yards and one rushing touchdown. Good guy just continues to keep doing it. It's um, like he's good or something. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. I actually – I didn't realize how, like, sneaky good of a season, though, Pat Mahomes was having. Oh, yeah. um, you know, he is the QB1 on the season. He has has only had one game at 17 points this season. Every other one has been uh, – higher than 17 points this season, which is that's a really good season out of him, especially because he was actually drafted far later than Josh Allen and Justin well, Herbert. Like so when you win the MVP award and a Super Bowl within the first like two years of you being a starter in the league, like everything else you just kinda like, oh yeah, you kind of expect it. Like, oh yeah, he's great. Whatever. 
Yeah, you kind of look past. Like I, I totally like have looked past like the season that he's having. Like it's 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 been pretty quiet considering how much we pay attention to the rushing quarterbacks. So you kind of don't really pay as much attention to Mahomes. Like yeah, he scrambles, but not like some of these other guys do. So right, um, it's like almost pretty much everybody in the league scrambles now, unless you're like you know the oldest dudes. But even then, we see it a little bit. So. Hey, we saw Matt Ryan running some of I know. Tonight. We saw Matt Ryan <laughs> take a dive over the top, too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Matt the Ryan announcers were so shocked. <laughs> Matt Ryan had a good rushing week when they played the Raiders. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah, everybody yeah. does. Everybody. <laughs> I'd have a good yeah. rushing week against the Raiders. I mean, yeah. that's not Georgia. Yeah. Um, Jalen Hurts, 153 and two passing touchdowns. He had 17 on the ground, 17 attempts for 157 rushing yards. Uh, we've been waiting to see that out of him. Uh, he's been averaged right around 29 yards on the ground. So 157 rushing yards is huge out of him. Um, to get over 100 in the first quarter, even. It was yeah, ridiculous. I think it was 108. He was like eight for 108. Yeah, it was uh, ridiculous. Uh, Justin Herbert bounce back game, 274 passing yards and three passing touchdowns. You can tell the difference of him having Keenan Allen back out there. Like even if he doesn't always use Keenan Allen, it just opens it up a little bit for him. Yeah, absolutely. Um, He's it's nice to have a different target in you know within the first few seconds. That's not Austin Eckler too. I mean, Keenan Allen somebody that he truly open immediately. Yeah, yeah. Sorry about that, guys. No, you're good. Um, we all have, we all have animals. I'm surprised mine's quiet right now. So, uh, Kyler Murray, 191 passing yards, two passing touchdowns, 56 on the ground and a ru- added a rushing touchdown as well. And then Mike white, 315 passing yards and three passing touchdowns. Uh, the white stallion. <laughs> it was against Chicago, but it's still impressive. It showed that that offense that line, like, if Zach Wilson started, he wouldn't have put up 315 and three touchdowns. No, he would have put up 115 and one and and an interception. Lost. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Mike White looked two times as good as Zach Wilson. I'm not kidding. No, that that the whole offense just seemed to like flow. It, it looked good. I mean, you even saw Elijah Moore getting involved. He had a touchdown. I mean, yeah, it's. It's kind of crazy to see, and I don't think we're going to see Wilson anytime soon. Unless uh, Mike White has some really, really bad games. You guys see that that picture of Wilson with the towel over his head next to the picture of Anakin Skywalker with the hood on? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's really what it feels funny. like, man. It's the villain origin story right now. Yeah, that's really funny. Um, let's see here. Uh T-Law also had a good game. Kirk Cousins had a really good game. Um, called that one, just saying. Uh, Derek Carr had a really good game as well, uh, considering how the game started for him. First pass was an interception, so uh, turned it around really good in that game. Uh, Mac Jones had a really good game as well. Lamar, it didn't seem like he was having a good game and they blew the game, but he had a really good fantasy game. And then Mahomes and Geno Smith uh, rounded out the top 12 there. So overall some pretty good quarterback um, games this week. So, and then obviously we got our, our big running back games. Josh Jacobs is the one we have to talk about the most. 
229 rushing yards and two rushing touchdowns and six for 74 receiving. Um, first player since 1950 to have uh, 220 plus rushing yards and 70 plus receiving yards in one game. With the so, casual walk off overtime touchdown too. Yeah, yeah, 303 total yards. That last one was 84 or 86 yards. 86 in yard touchdown. Yeah, oh my. Give goodness. this man his money. Yeah. For real. That also broke. Well, it was like a happy and broke your heart at the same time, wasn't it, Jordan? You ended up losing in Best Coast because of that touchdown. <laughs> I lost in Best Coast because of that touchdown, but I had a huge week in the other Dynasty League because of that touchdown, and the Raiders won. So I'm counting it as a win in my book. That's for sure. <laughs> there, you, there you go. There you go. Um, Miles Sanders had a really good game 143 rushing yards, two rushing touchdowns, three catches for 17 yards. Um, Nick Chubb had 116 yards and one rushing touchdown. He really was having a slow day. Like at that final drive in overtime really helped him. And then him, them punching it in rather than going for the field goal, uh, kind of saved me. Not going to lie. That's probably the only reason why I won in dynasty was because of that touchdown. He also Mm -hmm. had one catch for 16 yards. Uh, Austin Eckler had 20 rushing attempts, 20 rushing attempts. How many yards did he have? We didn't have that in there. Oh, no. He had 20 rushing yards. 20 total rushing yards? I thought that was attempts. No, it was not attempts. It was 20 rushing yards. Wow. Okay. Uh Uh, Okay. That's why we were talking when we were talking earlier about the RB1 um, having the being ranked 22nd in rushing yards this season. And that's because of him. But he had 11. He was 11 uh, for 60 and one receiving touchdown. So um, 11 receptions. Yeah, Yeah, man. That explains why. He puts up wide receiver numbers and then also is a running back. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So um, Brian Robinson, 105 rushing yards, two for 20 and one receiving touchdown. Uh, he, he's, he's one of those guys that's like back and forth. Like you don't really know what you're going to get out of him, but you know, he's had a couple of really good games this season. Um, well, you don't know well, which no. running back is going to get the opportunities. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Opportunity is king in fantasy football and he's getting the opportunities. And now we see that he has a ceiling, you know, that's a pretty nice ceiling. So, um, I think, you know, you you play him as your RB two. Uh, you know, he, he's a guy that's probably not going to be drafted super high next year either. That's probably a good value because you're going to get pretty consistent production because of the volume. And, uh, yeah, I like Brian Robinson. He's good. Yeah. Uh, James Conner had a pretty good game. He ended up like 19 fantasy points. Jermichael Hasty filled in really good when ETN left the game. Uh, Aaron Jones, Samaji Piran, like I said, filled in pretty nicely for Joe Mixon. Ken Walker... That was a really interesting game for me. Yeah, he got the two touchdowns, but they like didn't use him much in the fourth quarter. And I don't know what that was all about. Um, yeah, Travis Homer as, had a good game. Yeah, why they kind of went away from him toward the end of that game. Walker uh, did at one point go to the tent. He came back and I, played. I did see that, but I, I'm not sure if like there was something that was kind of holding him. There was nothing after the game on him, but... Um, that was kind of a, a little bit interesting. Uh, AJ Dillon and then Zeke round out the top 12. Um, I took a huge risk this week and I, we talked about this in the last episode last Wednesday, 
about the whole Zeke and Kamara thing. Um, and I ended up starting Zeke over Kamara this week and in one of the leagues. And I'm glad that I did. Uh, yeah, we also talked about I, I mentioned that I didn't really want to start Dalvin Cook and he had an OK week, but I was going to start Raheem Mostert over him. He did not play as kind of a like pretty late uh, injury. Um, yeah. And then I ended up throwing some AJP Ryan in and he did it pretty good. So, yeah, yeah. it worked out. worked out pretty nice. Probably worked out better than you starting Mostert because they didn't really run the ball at all. <laughs> I no, thought Jeff Wilson was going to have a day and he did get a touchdown, but that was the only thing that saved his day because they just, even when they were up 30 points, they were still throwing with a backup quarterback. Yeah. It was it seemed like they game. ran more early and then they got out to a lead and we're like, well, we'll just throw. Yeah. <laughs> they, they won the game in 10 minutes. There was no point in putting anybody out there. A hundred percent. Yeah. That game was over quick. Um, and then we can talk about the big wide receivers, Justin Jefferson, nine for 139 and one <laughs> and 11 <Ooh>. yard. <laughs> yeah, dude, the guy was he was uh, he, he did it. Uh, you know, the Patriots weren't able to shut him down. Um, nope. And uh, Cousins actually showed up against the same guy who owns him. I'll tell you what. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's uh, he is. He's, 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 he's decent. He's decent, you know. Uh, Garrett Wilson, five for 95 and two touchdowns. If him and Mike White keep having this connection, oh man, he could be, he could be a league winner. Like he had this connection with, with Joe Flacco too, at the very beginning of the season. The only person he doesn't have this connection with is, is Zach Wilson. Yeah, there's a variable we can have a connection with. Yeah, Yeah, I don't think there's a, yeah, there's not one receiver that has a true connection with him. So uh, and then Almond Ross St. Brown, nine for 122 and one good little bounce back game. Sun for him. God. We've been waiting for the sun God to show back up. And then Chris Godwin, what a day, 12 for 110 and one, uh, in a full PPR league. He was a monster this week, even in half PPR is still a really good week, but it's what we needed. Uh, Zay Jones, 11 for 145 and a two point conversion. This only happened because the fantasy gods hate me. And Christian Kirk should have had this game. Hey, I started Kirk too. I feel your pain. I feel it. It was it was not fun. Uh, T. Higgins had another nice day. Isaiah McKenzie, Christian Watson again caught another touchdown. He just seems to keep doing that. DJ Moore caught another touchdown. That's uh, four fourth to, of the season. Four to two. Four to two. Right? Yep. Four to two. DJ Moore. Okay. We're, yep. Still in it. But that's it for uh, DJ Moore. He's not going to catch any more touchdowns. Four out. is his ceiling. So now yeah. we're just waiting to see if, <laughs> if Tommy Tremble can catch him. If Tommy Tremble can, can do it. Five. Three more touchdowns, baby. Let's go, Tommy Tremble. Uh, I believe. Diggs. DeAndre Carter had a pretty nice day. Ended up catching a touchdown as well. And then DeAndre Hopkins just continues to be on a terror since he One came of the back. coolest catches of this season, I think, DeAndre Hopkins had. Uh, yeah. Uh, oh, that that one-hander. Had the, the one-hander. Yeah, the one-hander yeah. full extension basically out of the defender's hands. <laughs> yeah. No, he's uh, he's good. He's there good. Was, there was another one, too. I can't remember who it was, but somebody got mossed this week. It was incredible in the end zone for, like, I'll, I'll think of it, but there was a, a ca- another catch this week that was just insane. Oh, yeah. It was somebody um, random, too. Like, not, you know, not like an elite dude. I'll think of it. Okay. Then we've got our our tight ends. Dalton Schultz continues to do it. Four for 31 and two touchdowns. Josh Oliver 
for the Baltimore Ravens, four for 76 and one. Just can Andrews just continues to break my heart. He had a wide open touchdown that just bounced off his hands. Like there was nobody near him. I was so mad. I don't even know what happened there. Uh, Hunter Henry, three for 63 and a touchdown. Travis Kelsey continues to do Travis Kelsey things, four for 57 and a touchdown. You can almost bet every single week that Travis Kelsey is going to score a touchdown because it just kind of seems to be what happens. TJ Hawkinson, five for 43 and one. Do you guys think if Hawkinson started the season out on Minnesota that he would be in that top three to five range of tight ends on the whole season? I think, yeah, that to five yeah. for sure, three to five, yeah. Yeah. He had that one monster, monster game in Detroit, but consistently he's been better in Minnesota. Yeah, yeah. He's, I think he's, he'll continue to be. Yes, definitely. That offense is moving the ball really well. So um, Jordan Akins, David Njoku caught a touchdown. Foster Moreau ended up getting the touchdown. John Bates, Hayden Hurst all round out the top 10. So, yeah, pretty interesting there. Uh, Our big defenses this week, uh, the Dolphins, 49ers, Panthers, and Chiefs. Uh, I was so – Johnson beat me to picking up the Chiefs, and I was so sad, so upset because I wanted to start them this week too. And they, it was just unfortunate for the Rams. I mean, they don't have anyone to play, and they're starting an undrafted rookie. And oh, it was it was brutal for them. They sold their soul to win a championship. Like you can't feel that bad for them. Yeah, yeah, it's not Um, Houston. Yeah, true. Uh, bad QBs, um, good old Russell Wilson, uh, QB 31. And there was only 30 teams that played, um, man. So I think he's probably 33 now out of 32. Yeah. I don't even know what to say about this team. I, I give up. That's it. Um, that's it. Well, I mean, they played a good team. You shut yourself. I'm going to mute you. Uh, Andy Dalton, uh, Aaron Rodgers, Ryan Tannehill, Jimmy G, and Daniel Jones all had some pretty rough weeks this week. Uh, Daniel Jones surprises me. I thought he was a pretty good streaming option this week. So just as far as his rushing. Um, but Aaron Rodgers uh, was injury-based at least. Yes, yes. Uh, bad running backs, Travis Etienne. Uh, point three points, but he was injured really early. Damian Harris battling injury as well. Alvin Kamara, two fumbles. Uh, just started that game out terrible. Uh, had one near the goal line, which killed the drive and really his day. Damian Pierce only had five rushing attempts in the game. Cam Akers, what's new? Michael hey, Carter was also injured. <laughs> I actually saw the I can't remember I think I can't remember which Twitter account it is, but they always tweet stuff afterwards and it was like Cam Akers explodes for thirty seven yards. <laughs> it's oh, like no. oh no. <laughs> so mean. Um Elijah Mitchell also injured. Uh Tyler Algier had a bad day. Antonio Gibson didn't have a good day because it was all Brian Robinson. Uh CMC, uh he's supposedly also battling some sort of knee injury. Uh going to be load management going forward for him as well tony pollard really wasn't that involved in the the offense um i is that just because zeke's getting healthy zach or do you 
I I didn't get to see the game. Um, okay. I, but yeah, I mean, when when Dallas played New York the first time, they just ran Zeke with uh, Cooper Rush. They just ran Zeke up the middle, and it it worked. Um, yep. And that's what they did again this game. They did it this game. They they threw it more, but uh, ineffectively. So. Yeah, and then we talked about Dalvin Cook. Uh, not a terrible day, but not a Dalvin Cook day. Did not get in the end zone. So, uh, Curtis Samuel, a bad wide receivers here. We got Curtis Samuel, zero targets. Um, we kind of talked about him on Wednesday last week, and I was getting a little worried about where his targets were starting to head. And is he somebody you can't start now? Like his targets are slowly going down. I wouldn't start anybody with that quarterback starting. Yeah. I mean Terry McLaurin's not a bad start. He's at least he's at least getting yards right now. Uh Robert Woods, Tyler Boyd, another bad week, even without Chase playing. Donovan Peoples Jones, uh Sky Moore just can't get it going. Uh I think he had another muffed punt this week. I'm surprised he's even yeah. seeing the field with how much he's doing that this season. Uh, Alan Lazard had a beautiful week. I don't know why he's on the bad wide receiver side. I thought it was perfect what he did. Um, he didn't score a lot of points, but it was perfect. Uh, Drake London, uh, that's just because that offense can't throw the ball. Uh, Mike Evans, though. I hate you, Mike Evans. Week. Yeah. Juju, um, I think that was just them, you know, kind of getting Juju back into it. I, I, I don't, I don't think. He's not he's not a bench anytime soon. Uh Duvernay, Debo, he's still battling that injury. We saw it a little bit there this week. Um, you know, he had that stiffness again. I that's something to monitor, you know, especially this week at practice. Uh Gabe Davis, Christian Kirk did not have a good game, but wide receivers, that happens. You know, Kirk's still a must start every week. Devonta Smith, Josh Palmer, Terry McLaurin. Jacoby Myers, Jacoby Myers ended up leaving that game for a little while too. I didn't even think he was going to come back in the game actually. So the fact that he actually finished right around like seven points is pretty good considering him leaving the game and then Darius Slayton, bad tight ends, pretty much everybody that we didn't name in the good tight ends. Um, that was a normal week. Caught. Yeah, pretty normal week. Yeah. Uh, I was reading that stat that the tight end 16 on the year has 31 total yards. Um, so it just tells you <laughs> what the tight end position looks like right now. There's so. a bigger drop between Kelsey and t- the tight end two than there is between like the tight end two and tight end 33. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure I've started like right around the tight end 10 to tight end 16 all season. And I've gotten like about two points a piece out of everybody. So it really feels like that. Um, if you don't get a touchdown, yeah. then it's like two points. Yeah. Yeah. It feels great. Um, but you know it happens. Uh, initial diagnosis of Naji is a hernia, yeah. so it's not good. Not not good. We'll need to get a little bit more information, but that's that's the news that I have so far right now. So, but uh, let's talk in. Let's talk in. Let's jump into the week twelve review. There was no bye bye weeks this week. Um, the three Thanksgiving games we can get into. The Bills 28, Lions 25. This was a good game. Uh, This was a fun game to watch. Uh, I really enjoyed most of this game. The Lions always play super competitive on Thanksgiving. So, um, you know, the Josh Allen, though, just continues to lead 
the Bills when they need it. Like he, they scored in what thirty three seconds. Wasn't that how long they needed to be able to get into field goal range? Yeah, something like that. Diggs is incredible, and Josh Allen is incredible, and watching them together is something we can all look forward to for a long time. Yeah, that was that was nuts. That just a perfect dime to Diggs, and yeah, right into field goal range. Um, but you know. Is Josh Allen going to continue to be the leading rusher for the Bills? I mean, they just don't seem yes. to utilize their running backs at all. Why not? And he's the biggest dude on the field. <laughs> Until he gets hurt. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but he got hurt. <laughs> that's the issue, though, is that how long can he last as their lead rusher? They really need another piece there, I feel like. I mean, they obviously don't feel that way. Well, all of their yeah. running backs, I mean, they're talented guys, obviously, but they're all on the small side, whereas he's, like, mm-hmm. giant. <laughs> but imagine <laughs> like, if they took Brees Hall. They had a chance. Well, I mean, everybody did because he went in the second round, but, yeah. Like, that team, uh, do you think they would have even used him? Like, Zach, what would you do if they took, uh, if they took you know, Bijan next year? I mean, I'd be excited at first, but I think I'd be pulling my hair out when he, when Josh Allen, like, Vultures the touchdowns or rips <laughs> yeah. up a thirty yard run, you know, like yeah, or he only gets eleven yeah. opportunities every week. Right. Yeah, yep. So it'll be interesting to see if they they end up drafting a running back next year. But I just don't think they have a lot of faith in the type of running back that they have right now. So then why I think do they that's keep trying to get the same type of running back? Yeah, I know. I, I don't. I don't Singletary get it produces when he's given opportunities. He was yeah. kind of a league winner last year down the stretch and did yep. a small sample size, but like when he gets like over ten carries, he's 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 a good he's a good running back. He's just small, yeah. Yeah. All right, let's jump over the Giants uh twenty, Cowboys twenty eight. Uh really the Cowboys just continued to produce offensively. Lamb was great. Uh he had a touchdown overturned. I wouldn't necessarily say it was controversial. Uh, you could see his heel come down out of bounds later on in a still shot. It looks like a touchdown, but um, he looked really good again. Seems to be building that wide receiver one uh, type um, connection with Dak that we've expected out of him. Um, Zeke looked really good again, you know, Um was getting the touchdowns, got the yardage that we wanted to see out of him. Is is Zeke essentially a like start RB two? Like you're just starting him now. We've we've had these talks every week about you know how comfortable are you with him? Um, are you gaining more confidence in starting him now? I am. I don't think it matters how comfortable you are with him because. Jerry Jones and the coaching staff have come out and said they are going to use him and they have backed it up. Like whether Pollard's better or not, like we can debate online, you know, he, he may be, but the team is going to use Zeke. So put him and in your he, he is Start going Zeke. to have far more touchdown opportunities, I think. Yeah. Um, you know, he just gets those red zone and he produces when he gets the ball in the, you know, five ten zone right there, he's going to get into the end zone. So Pollard's going to get the big plays and Zeke's going to get the red zone. And, you know, those are the ones you want. Um, I had a question about a piece of this offense with, uh, with some of these other tight ends getting worked in. I I know that 
you know, Schultz had a great week, but are we worried about his consistency? Is he still someone that you view as, you know, a top end tight end? 100% he's still a top end tight end. Ferguson's getting a little bit more usage, but um, I I don't think that he could be as consistent. I think it's still just Schultz, really. Um, well, I think unless you have Kelsey or Andrews, like who else are you benching him for? Yeah, yeah no, for, for sure. sure. I'm, I just mean if you know if going into this offseason, people are looking at trying to make you know make trade acquisitions for good pieces in the future. Um, well, know. going into this offseason, we don't know that Schultz is even going to be there. Yeah, he's a free agent, right? And Ferguson could be the one that gets the the starting job there if if he ends up going someplace else. So. If if you do have a dynasty spot open and Ferguson's on your roster, he's not somebody bad to stash just because you he, if he ends up being the tight end one on this offense, that always produces there. You know, Schultz is produced and you know Ferguson could end up producing there as well next year. So basically on the Giants though, it was just Barkley again. Um he seems to be the only part of their offense. So well, they, they don't have any healthy skill position players other than Barkley. I mean, yeah. Yep. Slayton had a few good catches in this game, but nothing really to produce. Uh, so, and then uh, let's jump over to the Patriots 26, Vikings 33. Uh, Justin Jefferson was the game, um, did everything that he was supposed to do. Hawkinson looked really good, caught a touchdown. Uh, Vikings scored a touchdown on a kick return, I believe. I think it was a 97-yard kickoff return. So I think that's right. That kind of helped him get the the win there. But um, overall, it was a pretty good game. Um, Patriots offense looked better than I expected it to. It did. Their pass especially. Yeah. I thought the Pats were going to win this game. Yep. We argued that one. Yep. It's in the show doc. (laughs) We we had to make sure to put that one in the show show doc because you both were – all Patriots. I was. Yes. I was. I was all Vikings. So, uh, you know, I, I was. I was impressed with Cousins. I really was, especially going up against this defense um, and prime a primetime game. Yeah. Yep. He finally pulled one off, so we can be proud of that one. But uh, Ramondre still continues to do his thing. Um, did that was, win? Uh, did that win kind of show that? All right, maybe the Vikings could win a playoff game. I think beating I think the Bills the way they did showed that. I mean, yeah, that's what I think too. I mean, this was a big win for them too, as well, just because it was the primetime game and you needed to see a little bit more out of Cousins going up against a really good defense again. Yeah. Um, but that Bills win to be able to come back the way that they did, not even give up when the ball was like right there on the one yard line. I mean, that showed that they kind of have that grit in them, and this offense is good enough. It's just a matter of if they can put it all together. I'm happy they bounced back. I think the Dallas win, as fun as it was for me personally to watch, it was an anomaly on both for both teams. Um, I mean, Dallas is good. Minnesota is not bad, but neither one are that good or bad. So it was nice to see them bounce back and play a full game. Uh, Adam Thielen yeah. quietly put up his best game of the season, too. Yeah, Adam Thielen actually did have a, a pretty nice game. He's He's had a really quiet season this year, so... Um, good to see some some decent numbers out of him. But um, all right, let's jump into the Sunday slate of games. Buccaneers seventeen, Browns twenty three. This game went into overtime. Uh, it was a pretty 
pretty ugly game for most of the game. Uh, Chubb had a decent game going into the fourth quarter, started producing in the fourth quarter, and then obviously got that touchdown in overtime to uh, seal the game there. Uh, Amari Cooper had a crazy good catch to get them into range to be able to run that in. So uh, he continued. Uh, we talked about Godwin having an incredible game. Are we worried at all about Mike Evans? Uh, you know, where's he, he kind of been? He just feels touchdown or bust and there's less touchdowns coming his way. I mean, yeah, part of it was it was just such a Godwin game. He dominated this game. So I think that's, you know, that's a part of it. Um, Julio had a pretty quiet, good game, too. Eh, yeah. eh, they seem he, to design it, some touches for Julio. All of his plays were like highlights, but he ended up with like a, you know, not a great fantasy week. He only finished with, I think, like seven something points in, in half point PPR. So it wasn't anything fantastic. It just looked good on the on the TV. Yeah. Tampa is just not a good offense right now. And and like Josh said, like Evans is pretty much touchdown dependent right now. And they're not scoring touchdowns just as a team. So and now Tristan Wirfs is injured. Yeah, three to five, I think. This this was one of the two other really good catches I was thinking of. And Joku's touchdown catch in this game was incredible. He went up high with yes. one hand in the back of the end zone, came down with it. The the mossing one was uh in the Bears game. That was uh uh Oh uh, uh Chase Claypool? Byron yeah, Claypool. Pringle. No, Byron oh. Pringle in the back of the end zone. Chase Claypool had a pretty good catch in that game too he over did. sauce. Oh yeah, he yeah. did. Yeah, that was a pretty crazy when good Playful catch. When makes too. a play, it looks like one. the best anybody can do. And then <laughs> yeah. he's Mike just Williams gone for games. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, are the Bucks going to make the playoffs? Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they will, but they don't deserve to by default. Like they don't. Yeah, they're not going to earn it. Oh, isn't that crazy though? That. You know, here here's the crazy part, right? Tom Brady could sneak into the playoffs, have an eight win season, eight and nine, right? Sneak into the playoffs, and then he gets to play what? Possibly Kirk Cousins. Yep. Right. And then that's a win. And then he either plays Geno or Jimmy G to go to a Super Bowl. Right now they would host Dallas week one, because Dallas is a wild card, Minnesota's a division leader. Okay, but isn't that? But I mean, depending on how how this shakes out, this whole thing is just crazy to me that he could possibly have something like that to make his way to another Super Bowl, where realistically the guy doesn't even deserve it. But when he gets in the playoffs, anything can happen with him. True. So that's crazy. Um, That's a scary scenario. I got to be honest. Like the, the Cowboys look so good right now. And if you have to play Tom Brady in the first round of the playoffs, that sucks. You don't want that, especially on the road. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) You you never want to go on the road and play Tom Brady in the playoffs. That's, that's a crummy scenario for a team that's really hot right now. And looks like they're, you know, going to kind of cruise in. So looks like they actually deserve their spot in the playoffs. Yeah, they do. Yeah, absolutely. But, Look, we've yeah. only seen it for like three decades now. Like, there's really no way of knowing what will happen. So. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Ridiculous, man. Uh, all right, let's go to the Bengals uh, 20, Titans 16. Uh, this was a this was a pretty interesting game. The, the Titans, they just find a way to kind of hang in every single game. Um, you know, uh, yeah. Higgins... 
this is a pretty crazy stat. Higgins without Chase right now is on pace for 153 catches, 1,577 yards, and eight and a half touchdowns. Ridiculous Insane. numbers. Um, that just shows they have like two true wide receiver ones on their team, like two dominant yes. wide receivers. Joe Burrow has never uh, not played with two true wide receiver ones. Yeah, it's yeah. ridiculous. Maybe his first year in the NFL. Excuse me. But yeah. he got hurt after a few games. So he didn't yeah. really play okay, his first one. Yeah, only played like ended up, four or five games. Yeah, that's how they ended up getting Jamar Chase. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, but he had Jamar Chase and uh, Justin Jefferson in college. It's like, <laughs> Yeah, he did. Yeah, he what did. a crazy receiving core in college. Uh, Derrick Henry uh, didn't have the greatest rushing day. Uh did have like that 77 yard reception that he ended up fumbling right inside the five yard line <laughs> that got recovered by Traylon Burks, I believe. Yep. Um, yeah, in the end zone. Uh, the I haven't verified this yet, but I heard Henry's putting up like his best receiving season. He so is. Far. Yeah. He is having a great receiving season. He's had some like, he's had a 57 yard reception. Um, you know, he, he looks, he looks, I'm glad to see they're getting involved in that. That's something well, we've always wanted to see. It makes sense. Cause he runs over defensive linemen, right? Like he's a big dude, but yeah. like get him in space against like a scrawny corner, cornerback. Like what's that yeah. guy going to do? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Most of them just kind of dive at him, like pretend to try and hit his legs. Like push him out of bounds. Hope for the best. Yeah. Yeah, hope uh, for the best, for real. Hope you're not the next highlight reel of Derrick Henry like <laughs> slamming people's head through the ground. Yep. Uh, and then, you know, Samaji Pirine, 93 total yards and a touchdown in Mixon's absence, filled in really nicely. If Mixon's out again next week, you could see that just one more time for them. I'm not sure who they play next week. And I, it's, um, I think Mixon, I saw something like he was trending towards playing this next week, and then I saw, oh, he's still in concussion protocol. So it's pretty up in the air, but I think there's a good shot he plays. They yeah. play the Chiefs next, so it's... Uh, oh, that could be a shootout game. Especially if Chase is back as well. Yeah. yeah. yeah no. He's just one more week off. Piran has actually had a couple of good games with Mixon there. Are you guys interested if it seems like Mixon, you know, has trouble coming back and could see a limited share or something like that? No. I don't think so. I think as soon as he's back, he's right back to where he's at. I would yep. absolutely pick him up. I don't know what I would start him unless Mixon was like officially out. Yeah. Yep. All right, let's go to the Texans one nine and one against the Dolphins. Uh they uh 15 to 30. This game was over way before halftime. I mean, it was 30 to zero, just quick and easy. And then the Dolphins just kind of, they didn't really even run the ball. It was kind of dump off passes still brought in a backup quarterback. It was kind of an interesting second half. I expected a little bit more out of their running game and didn't really get a ton of it. Even in the second half, Um, I thought Jeff Wilson was going to have a day, uh, but he didn't. Um, at all. Yeah, he did, but that was early in the game. That was during that 30 to zero like streak there. Um, didn't they didn't even really get one for a touchdown to you. They did. Yes, they did. Um, Pierce didn't even get a chance to do anything. He had five carries. This game was just over so fast that they couldn't even involve them in the game. Um, and then you don't really have anyone to, throw the ball to or anything. Brandon Cook still continues to not produce that 
that team's just kind of given up at this point. You really can't overstate just how much of a whooping it was. Like it felt like the Dolphins were cheating. It it could have been sixty to zero if they yeah, really wanted to. It yeah, Thirty to fifteen is not indicative of how that game went. Not not at even all. close. Yeah, they did not try at all. And you know what's funny is the Dolphins' implied point total was thirty and a half points, <laughs> and they didn't score the entire second half. So like. I I follow some some guys that are like pretty big sports betters and they they were so upset that they just like gave up even like running the ball to get into field goal range in the second half. And there so they didn't hit their implied point week that seemed to just line up to where Vegas made their money. The yes. backdoor cover. You, the house yes. always wins. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Um other than that, there really wasn't much to talk about in the game. Waddle and Hill did their thing in the first half and then everybody was basically shut down in the second half. But um, the dolphins have a much harder schedule coming up though. So Hill and Waddle are going to have to produce in order for these games to be competitive. So, cause they've got like, well, good the thing Niners, that's all they the do. Bills. Well, they have the Niners bills, Philly. I think those are like, yeah. three. like they're the championship week for them is against the bills. Um, well, they just got an extra the bye week, so they should be fine. Yeah, they did. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. Um, and then we can jump into the Bears at Jets. Jets win 31-10. to 10. The Jets just looked really good in this game, honestly. I know it's against the Bears defense that isn't that great, but um, everybody on the, the Jets' offensive side looked pretty good, except for kind of their running game, but – that was due to injuries and kind of game plan too. But uh, White looked really good. We talked about him, Wilson, Elijah Moore. Are you, excuse me, are you interested in Elijah Moore at all now? I'm interested. Yeah. As long as as long, playing. Exactly. As long as Mike White's going to start the next four weeks for their receivers are uh, at Minnesota, at Buffalo, home against Detroit and home against Jacksonville. It's all pretty good matchups for wide receivers. The Minnesota-Detroit game, both of those especially, are good for wide receivers. So uh, I think if you're going to take a shot on Elijah Moore, now's the time. But Garrett Wilson, absolutely. Garrett Wilson. Yeah, definitely. There were some good good rookies came out of this draft, I do have to say. Oh, they, yeah. They... What do you guys think of Zonovan Knight? He filled in with Michael Carter out, and we don't really know the timeline on Michael Carter. Uh, James Robinson was a surprise scratch in this game. So what do you think of the backfield there? I mean, Zonovan Knight's probably an ad, um, especially if you you know don't have any RBs right now. Uh, but I you probably can't just play him. I think he's more of a speculative ad yeah. just because we don't know if James Robinson's going to end up just getting the, the backfield now next week. Um, so I think it's surprising. Doesn't play next week too now. Me too. Yeah. There's a slim chance that James Robinson was dropped in some leagues. I think he was like 75% owned in ESPN. So go double check for him as well. Cause I'd definitely rather take the shot with him than Zonovan Knight next week, but you know, he's got to be active, so I would definitely add Zonovan Knight as well. Yeah. And uh, Cole Komet is back to uh, worthless without fields. Um, it's it's unfortunate. He started the season so bad, had a great stretch, and then now back to worthless. Do you think fields comes back to play? 
now, I mean, their season's 100% over. They've got Mooney that's injured. Are they going to bring him back and risk it? I wouldn't, but <laughs> they're the I Bears. Exactly. I, I wouldn't, but it wouldn't shock me if they, like, oh, yeah, he's going to play with a, his arm in a sling. And, go and make with nobody to throw the ball to. And, yeah. 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 It's un, it is going to be interesting to, to monitor that one. They so. should shut him down. They probably hey, Did David will. Montgomery get hurt in this game? I don't think so. I don't think so. He had a nice game. He had okay. a pretty good game, yeah. Yeah. I just I seem to remember him coming off the field, but he might have just went right back in. Yeah. No, he had they a They need him with game. no Herbert. Yes. Um all right, let's go to the Falcons 13, Commanders 19. Uh Brian Robinson had another really big game. He's it seems like when he gets that 18 to 20 carry range, like he has pretty good games, but he was 18 for 105 and two for 20 with a touchdown. Um, I just want to, I'm curious if they're going to keep feeding him, what they're going to do with him. Um, You know, Gibson, he's somebody that like I'm interested in week to week, but you just never know what you're going to get out of this backfield. So you just kind of take the shot and hope that, you know, somebody gets the, gets the carries. Um, I Algier and Patterson split duties again this week. Uh, Cordell Patterson again had kind of a down week. There was 300 combined passing yards in this game. Mm-hmm. Um, Thanks, Mariota and Heineke. Yeah, isn't really surprising considering the two quarterbacks. But um, I just, I mean, the, somehow though the Falcons are still in their division race. So, <laughs> like, I hope they win I, <laughs> one game. Yeah, I just don't get it, but they're still they're still alive there. So. The Commanders are in the hunt for a uh, a wild card spot. Yeah, yeah they're not in the hunt. They're five. in if it started right now. The whole yes, right now are. they are in. Yep, which is crazy. They have not lost since Heineke took over. Wild. All he does mm-hmm. is win, 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 baby. No matter what. <laughs> yep. Um, okay. Well, we can jump over to the next game. We can you know we just cruise right through this one. I'm just going to basically say it. Um, the The Broncos fall to the Panthers, twenty three to ten. There was nothing exciting about this game whatsoever. Hey, wait uh, there it, there was one exciting thing. Uh, it's the most points allowed by the Broncos this year, twenty three to the Panthers. Yeah, and our defense was pissed. They went. Off, they came off the field, went off on Russ. They're just they're tired. I mean, I don't blame them all. I know I know there's a lot of injuries, but the, the offense can't move the ball like 81 yards going into the fourth quarter for Russ passing. I mean, it was just it's just bad. I mean, um, what, what was it like prior to this week? If the Broncos had scored 20 points in every game, they'd be 18. 19. They would be 19 points. If they no, yeah, if they had scored 18 points in every game, the only game we would have lost was the first game against the Raiders. <laughs> wow. So yeah, Russell Wilson's not on pace to uh to break that. You guys see that he has 12 toilets in his house and he's not yeah. on pace to throw as many touchdowns as toilets he has. Oh my god. Worst offensive season since 2000. Uh Currently, the worst offensive season since 2000. Lowest points per game since since 2000. So since the new millennium. Not just <laughs> yeah, for the Broncos, not, right? For for the entire no, NFL. Forever. Oh, forever. that's any, the whole team. That's the whole, the whole NFL. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yes. We had two teams go 0 and 16 in that stretch too, right? Yep. Correct. You the are Lions correct. and the Browns, right? 
Yes. <laughs> we we're only three and eight because of our defense. Yes. Like we won eleven to ten against the Niners. Um, like it just yeah, that's the only reason why I know it's fun to, to poke fun, but like some of that blame is on Melvin Gordon. You can't fumble that many times and win games. No, exactly. I mean, he fumbled three times in the five yard line, you know, like within the five yard line. I mean, it's, I don't know. There's a lot that's gone wrong this season. And losing Javante Williams doesn't help. And they've lost a lot of other pieces as well. Tim Pat. Yeah. On on the note of Javante Williams, I actually got a question um, about his kind of long-term value going forward. Where do you guys see that? Uh, So is, I mean, in, in, in a keeper league, are you looking at him as a keeper? In a dynasty league, are you looking at him as a buy? In a dynasty league, I would look at him as like I would look at him as a buy because you could probably buy him cheaper now. Um, in a keeper league, I don't think I would keep him uh, just because you don't know. We don't know enough yet. I mean, I guess you can't really say that until we get closer to the season starting and we see how his recovery is going and what his timeline looks like. Yeah, that's but, what I was going to say. We don't know that for sure that he'll be back for the beginning of the season, so that'll determine it. Comparing um, him to like other guys who had similar injuries, kind of like Acres or somebody, I, I would expect him to play at some point next year. I would not expect him to be good. Uh, so maybe by 2024, he could be back to being like Javante Williams. But I, I at least it wasn't an Achilles injury, though. Yeah. Like they don't recover from those. Like. And ACL, yeah, he may not have the greatest season next year, but like he'll be back. And did you mean more like enough. Dobbins? Yeah, sorry, yes. But okay, like, okay. I thought so, yeah, because yeah, because Dobbins was like yeah, much more similar injury where it's that ACL that had like trauma with it, and it's not just an ACL; it's other ligaments as well, you know. And so it's like it's it's a more involved recovery. We could process. see him a month or two into the season, yeah, and then. You know, Dobbins had some good games before he re-injured himself. And so, like, that's my worry, too, as far as, like, if you're going to use him as a keeper, that there could be that possibility. So you have to tread lightly, but we have to see kind of where his recovery is going into next year. I wouldn't keep him in the keeper league. I would hold him as a contender in a dynasty and be buying him as a rebuilding team. That's kind of how I view him. Yes. I agree. I agree with all of that. Cool. Thanks, guys. All right, let's go to the Ravens 27, Jaguars 28. Jaguars go for a two-point conversion to win this game. Just crazy to me. I just, Good uh, for them. The Ravens choke this one away. Um, Again. Yeah. That's, that's, a, they just, that's all they do. <laughs> like, are they really 7-4? and four? Yeah. They yeah. could be like. 10 and 1, 10 and 2, real easily. 10 and 2, yeah. They could be like uh, worse than that, too. They could be like 4 and 7. The, this team, I don't know. They, it seems like a coin flip every single week. Yeah, they're squeaking by. Lamar's been really disappointing for several weeks now. And they, I mean, part Andrews of it is they don't have disappointing. Yeah, they don't have receiving options other than Mark Andrews. And so if the defense can find a way to limit him, then, you know, then Josh it's, Oliver goes off. No. <laughs> Lamar has been, been disappointing from a fantasy perspective. Like, there's no arguing that. But, like, the PFF, to get into, like, the analytics of, like, even though it was an incomplete pass, was it an accurate pass? He was actually the best quarterback this past week. The, he he was hitting guys in the hands. And, you know, they're, like, yeah. fourth-string guys dropping it. Uh, and he, he, did, he did well on the ground. Um, 
he's he's playing good football. He's just not producing for fantasy. He outscored yeah, Tua in fantasy this about. week. I was wrong. That's yeah. just because Tua got well, benched halfway through. And that's what I was kind of talking about, though, with like, I mean, even Mark Andrews missed a wide open touchdown and they ended up not scoring on that drive. They got a field goal on that drive instead of getting the touchdown because they missed a wide, like it literally hit him in the hands and he dropped it. And had he caught that, that's a win for them, you know? Yep. So that's that's the difference in what's going on right now is like they're just not the receivers, even their tight ends, you know, like they're running a lot of three tight end sets with Oliver Likely and Andrews. And I think that's also affecting Andrews' fantasy value right now, too. Yeah, well, Likely's so, out right now. Yeah, but I'm just saying that they run a lot of three tight end sets. Like they don't depend on their receivers at all. So, um, but then uh, Trevor Lawrence, you know, he continues to get better and better each week. Um, you know, he's taking advantage of his receivers. And, uh, you know, we talked about Hasty coming in and producing. I think this would have been ETN's game had he came back in the game. Um, you know, he would have had a similar game. But, you know, I think they're that this offense is just going to continue to get back, better. I like what I see out of Lawrence. Um, you know, right, I, I think Calvin Ridley next year. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think your window is uh, closing for buying, um, you know, Lawrence too. If you're if you're looking to do that in some sort of dynasty league, I think that window is starting to close. Uh, so if you're looking to do it, I, I I think he's a pretty good buy in a, in a dynasty league, especially in a two QB league. Man, I picked so. him up as my backup for Kyler while he's been banged up, and now Kyler goes on a bye week next week, so I'm pretty pumped about that. I will continue to just play Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. What about and Zay Jones? They... Can we continue to just play Zay Jones? Yep. Yeah. There's and enough volume he... for him and Kirk. They could both have good games, so I would say yeah. Especially next week. They get Detroit. Uh-huh, oh, let's go. Let's go. Yeah, so Josh, hopping you on and me. The Zay Jones train. <laughs> you you get to play against Trevor Lawrence this this upcoming week to try and knock me out of the playoffs. Is that in Dynasty? In League of no. Record. Oh, in League of Record. Okay. Josh, I need you to set the perfect lineup. <laughs> no. Think about this. Sleep about it. Dream about it. It has to be perfect. Okay. <laughs> My fantasy playoffs depend on this. <laughs> uh. But um, Justin Tucker is human. He missed a 67-yard game-winning field goal. Um, that it was it was right on line though. Oh it yeah, just was a, just, just a few short. yards short. Yeah, it looked like I thought it went in at first, so it was it was pretty good. I but, had no doubt um, when he stepped up to it before the snap that he was going to make it. I yeah, was, I was I, like, oh, it's yeah, they'll win. <laughs> you see that guy walk yeah. on the field, and you're like, yeah, that's three points. Just uh huh. Yeah. No, he's he's crazy good. So, um, okay, and then we can jump over to the Chargers twenty five, Cardinals twenty four. Another game where the team went for a two point conversion to win. Chargers go for a two point conversion, beat the Cardinals by one. Uh, Wish y'all could see me doing my Austin looks, Eckler dance over here. <laughs> Austin Eckler, you know, pretty good. Another another good game uh, in the receiving game. Um, can't get a lot done on the on the ground, but they don't need him to uh, right now. So, um, James Conner had a pretty good game in this. DeAndre Hopkins had uh, an incredible one-handed catch. Yeah. Did 
I, I read this and I'm not 100% sure if this is true, but Hollywood Brown actually out-targeted DeAndre Hopkins in yeah. this game. Yeah, and he looked great too. That's pretty crazy. But it was pretty much Hopkins that got it done. Um, you know, Keenan Allen had, a, went to had Hollywood a and game. It was, it was a beautiful pass. Yeah. And Carter had a pretty good game too. It wasn't a Palmer game again. It was a, a, a Carter game. It seems to be like Carter is more involved when Keenan Allen plays. Like you see Carter get more involved in, in their offense. Yeah, Carter is Mike Williams and yeah. Josh Palmer's Keenan Allen or exactly. something like that. <laughs> Pretty much. When no. one of them misses. Yep. Um, but let's uh go over to the Raiders uh, 40 at Seahawks 34. Let's this game go. was madness at the end of the game. Woo! Uh, the Raiders come back, tie the game with a Foster Moreau touchdown, goes to overtime, and then it was kind of a – they were able to stop Seattle, get the ball back, and then Josh Jacobs finished off the game with an 86-yard touchdown. Yep. Max Crosby um, again saved our behinds, man. Yes, yes, yep. he did. Our only defensive player is out there playing one <laughs> against eleven, and he yes. got it done <laughs> when they needed him. They needed that stop. Uh, Ken Walker didn't do much on the ground. Like I said, they kind of took him out of that game, which was really odd for me because this was a game that he probably could have taken advantage of, um, and. Uh, he did have the two touchdowns though, so still had a pretty good fantasy day. Um, DK Metcalf was annoying me all game because he just kept catching the dang ball. Um, I don't know how many receptions he ended up. Eleven. With. Eleven receptions. Yeah, it they just were seemed all like little, just little plays. It was nothing, you know, no chunk plays or anything. I feel no, like but it was enough season though. Like he hasn't. He really has been. Yeah. He had 15 targets. He ended with 11 for 90. So. Yeah. But it was like, it was like moving the, like it was just to get the first down. Like yep. they just were targeting him to get the first downs and it was working for him, you know? Um, uh, both Gino and uh, Derek Carr threw interceptions in this game. The first play of the game for Carr was an interception. He had a second one and then Gino uh, threw an interception as well. Um but overall, this was a it was a pretty fun game to watch. We all got together and were able to watch this one together. So that, was, that was pretty fun to watch. To go around. It was good. Yeah, yeah. But you know, we talked a lot about you know Josh Jacobs. Incredible day for him. So, um, but let's jump over to the the Chiefs and Rams. Chiefs twenty six to ten. This was as well not a game as close as the score shows. Um, it was. Uh, the Rams, the, the poor, poor Rams starting a third string uh, running back or quarterback. And it just, the Chiefs continue to do their thing. Pacheco looked really good though. Um, you know, I think, okay, I'm curious. They just signed Melvin Gordon. Do you think that affects Pacheco? No, they signed Melvin Gordon to the practice squad. No, they're expecting to move him up. They, they signed him to the practice squad so he could get used to the, schedule but they are expecting to move him up he could play as early as this week yeah i'm not worried what they're gonna send him out there to fumble i want to see him fumble so bad because my dad was giving me so much crap about melvin gordon fumbling for the broncos that (laughs) i just need it to happen like i need this to happen just i just wouldn't be shocked if his fumbling problems just disappeared oh man don't say that it just it wouldn't shock me though like 
Andy Reid, he, he utilizes multiple running backs. He doesn't necessarily – he usually has, like, a lead guy, uh, even back to his Philly days. But So I think Pacheco is, is the number one guy there on the team. But I wouldn't say that Gordon wouldn't shouldn't worry you. Like, I think you will get some – you Some heard looks. it here first. Zach Mel- loves Melvin Gordon, and he's a league winner. I didn't go that far. I'm <laughs> saying he's, he's going to do just enough to piss off the, the Pacheco owner. <laughs> Is Jarek McKinnon even worth rostering? Was he last week? No. No, never. There was definitely buzz around him, though. Yeah, but it, it, I don't think Yeah, I don't think you can, can roster him, no. Unless something happened with Pacheco. That'd be the only only way. Um, uh, let's go over to the the Saints and 49ers. 49ers 13, Saints 0. This is actually um, the first time that the first time in like 213 games, I believe it was. I'd have to double check the exact total. But since the Saints have been shut out, uh, that just shows how good this 49ers defense is. They're finally healthy. The offense didn't really produce in this game, and I'm a little worried about how banged up they kind of are right now with Debo dealing with injuries. Now Elijah Mitchell, CMC, it's not the time to be dealing with these injuries going into the playoffs for them either. Um, Hopefully they can uh, stay healthy going in, but I really like Brandon Ayuk going forward. Um, I almost think Brandon Ayuk's kind of like one of those must-starts. Uh, how how do you guys feel about Ayuk? Yeah, I feel like you have to start him too. The yeah, really solid uh, wide receiver too. I think. Yeah, yeah, and he has chances in a week to be a wide receiver one, just because he does seem to be that red zone target for them. So yeah, he does. You know, it. Um, the Saints shut out the Raiders earlier this year, so I did a little dance when uh, when this happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Do you think they go back to Winston next week? I would. They should. Don't I hope that they do. I thought they would have no, weeks he looked ago. Terrible. I just, I mean, he put up zero points. Like you eventually have to start looking at it. Like Dalton's not going to be your quarterback of the future. Like you kind of have to see if you want to roll with Winston or not. Like they got to make a switch eventually again. That offense looked way better with Winston. For me, I look at it more as um, Philly has their first pick, so I just whatever they can do to start winning games, I'm all for. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yep. All right. Well, let's jump over to the Packers, 33 Eagles, 40. This was actually a closer game than I, I thought it was going to be. Um, Hertz and Sanders both showed up, had big games. Uh, the Packers' offense didn't look bad, and honestly, love when he came in for Rodgers. He didn't look bad. He was rolling out. He was uh, getting the ball to the receivers. He looked better in this game than any other games that I've seen him play in, and this is against a really good defense. He had um, two scoring drives, uh, one touchdown, yeah. one field goal. I mean, Christian Watson did most of the work on that touchdown, but still. Yeah, still got it to him. And, uh, I mean, like, yeah, Christian Watson's, you know, his hot streak continues. The guy just keeps scoring touchdowns and – it's nice to see him healthy. We've been wondering what we were going to see out of him this whole season, and he seems to keep doing it. So it's nice to kind of see that one. Um, but the, the score ended kind of how we expected it to the Eagles to win this game. So um, uh, so um, the Monday night game, Steelers ended up uh, losing tonight 27-24 to against the Colts. Uh, no. 
No. Steelers oh, won 24 sorry. to 17. I'm sorry. I uh, typed Ste- it in wrong. Yeah. Steelers won 24 to 17. I was like, wait, no, I'm pretty sure the Steelers won this game. Uh, Najee did exit the game with the abdominal injury. Uh, he was ruled out pretty quickly. We kind of talked a little bit about that. The last update that I got was that the initial reports are a hernia. That's something to keep an eye on. Cause if it is a hernia, he's going to be out for an extended period of time. Um, so keep an eye on that one for the rest of the week. Uh, Jonathan Taylor continued to do his thing though. He looked, uh, pretty, pretty good. Um, so, you know, and then on the Steelers side, George Pickens is just, that guy's just special. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he can catch, you know, pretty much, uh, you know, everything that is thrown to him. He had that awesome sideline catch again tonight. Um, he might have the largest catch radius in all of football. Like if he, if it is anywhere near that guy, he's going to make a play on that ball. So it's, it's crazy. Yep, definitely. Uh, and then, you know, Deontay Johnson still continues to struggle. You can't really start him. Um, so Paris Campbell had an off game. This was all really Johnny Woods tonight. Realistically. Uh, is he somebody that interests you to pick up or was it just his game? Just a scheme, a scheme thing, I'd say. Yeah, yeah. Okay. The only Colts player I want to start is Jonathan Taylor. I like Pittman, Pittman had still. a good game. I like Pittman. I still like Pittman. It, okay, Pittman yeah. had a good game tonight. He, he scored the touchdown, but like, do you feel confident he'll do that week in, week out? I mean, I feel confident he'll get the yardage. Yeah, same. I still feel confident in starting him. He, his yeah. yardage wasn't there this week, but he got the touchdown. But I mean, he was seven for eleven. Like that's what I feel confident in is that he's you know going to see close to double digit targets every week. Yeah. So cool. I mean, I have been benching him, but I do feel confident in him. So um, <laughs> it's just because I have other wide receiver options. Like you know, like I talked about Brandon Ayuk, I would probably start Ayuk over Pittman um, yeah. right now. But you know, it's. I don't think he's a bad start. So, um, all right, well, I'm just going to keep rolling through. We don't have too many waivers, so I'm going to just jump into it real quick on the QB side, especially in a two QB league. Mike white, um, is somebody that is definitely interesting to pick up. He gets, uh, like we, we kind of talked about, he has Minnesota next week, which is another pretty good matchup for him. Um, so he's someone that's interesting. Derek Carr next week plays the chargers. So if you have someone on by next week, Derek Carr, uh, that's a pretty interesting pickup. And then Jimmy G gets Miami. That defense is playing a little bit better. You gotta be desperate. Yeah, you're, you, you do, especially with kind of how banged up that defense is, um, or that offense is right now. Uh, but as far as, you know, where you're at, um, there's not too many, you know, kind of streaming options. I, I wouldn't look at like, you know, normally I'd say Kirk Cousins, but I don't really like him going up against, um, the Jets, uh, the, uh, no Kirk Cousins. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the Jets. The Jets, you know, that one's, that one's not the, the greatest option there. Yep. Brady um, plays New Orleans, New Orleans this week. So Trevor Lawrence, baby up against the lions, Trevor Lawrence, Jared Goff gets Jacksonville. That's not terrible. Um, so, you know, those, you got some, some interesting options out there. And then in the RB position, we you know we've talked quite a few times about Kyron Williams to keep an eye out to see if he's there. Uh, Zonovan Knight, uh, he's kind of a stash play just because we're not sure what's going on with uh, James Robinson. Uh, Jamichael Hasty, I would still pick up because we won't have 
full news on ETN until later on. Um, so if you're in you know, deep, he's we another... already did pick him up because I told you last week. Yeah, Samaji P Ryan. We talked about him. They did We're not just really add sure. Henderson too, though. Who the coach said they wanted to get into the lineup next week. So I I've never about... seen Henderson do anything on the field that was good. So. He had a good last year. Yeah. I'm just last messing year. around. <laughs> Joe Michael Hasty had a better game yesterday than anything Henderson's ever done, though. <laughs> that's not true. Uh, Henderson's that's not had true at all. Huge games for the Rams. Yeah. Multi touchdown, 100 yard games. All Henderson's right. had some really big games in the past. They might all be yeah, behind he, him, but. Yeah, he might be done, but there's a chance. And there he's done chance. it before. And then uh, Benny Snell for Pittsburgh is probably one of my bigger pickups of the week, um, just depending on the health of Warren. But I also think you could still see Benny Snell getting involved. He um, looked good tonight. After he did. scored the touchdown. Yeah, he looked pretty good. So, And then in the wide receiver position, we've got uh, Isaiah McKenzie. Um, he seems to be getting more and more involved. Uh, and that, that offense, if you've got some bye weeks, he's not a, a terrible play, uh, DJ Chark, um, Van Jefferson, but man, I just worry about that offense completely. I would avoid anyone on the Rams right now. Deandre Carter, I would avoid that. I, he's not a bad like stash play right now. Cause we kind of talked a little bit about how he plays that Mike Williams role, we're not really sure where Mike Williams will be next week, if he's going to return or not. Um, and then Elijah Moore is definitely a pickup that I would be looking at. Uh, he's probably available in quite a few leagues because he was dropped by most people because of how terrible his season was. Um, but it could be uh, but it turning around. That wasn't his fault. Yeah, <laughs> it was not his fault. He tried to say that. He did he say did. it multiple times he in multiple us. interviews. He was like, I don't know what to do. He asked for a um, trade even. like, yeah. Yes. And everyone bashed on him because he was like, I can do this, but I just can't do this with this guy at quarterback. Um, and then Foster Moreau is the tight end that I would be looking at. Um, also, Gerald Everett, if uh, he's available, because um, he does have uh, Vegas, and Vegas can give up some points to the tight end position as well. True. Um, and then as far as defenses go, you have the Packers playing Chicago, uh, especially if they shut down fields again next week. Um, that's never a bad play. And then whoever plays the Rams, um, mm-hmm. that's someone else that I would look at. <laughs> um, yep. <laughs> I, I, I don't. I don't know who the Rams play next week, but um, I could I, actually. I like Giants versus Washington, but I also like Washington versus Giants. Same. Yeah, I agree with that too. Uh, the Rams get. Seattle. I'll play Seattle's D against the Rams. I would play Seattle's D against the Rams, especially if they got that third string quarterback out there again. And let me bring Um, this up. Uh, This, this coming week, we've got the Cardinals and the Panthers on by, but week 14, you may want to prep ahead for week 14 because it's likely, you know, your last week going into the playoffs or your first week of the playoffs. And we have the Falcons, Bears, Packers, Colts, Saints, and Commanders all on by. Yeah. Yeah, that hurts. So look it's at a lot of teams, but like luckily it's those teams. You know what I mean? 
True. Yeah. True. There's not a ton of fantasy relevance there, but there are some key players. So it's just something to look ahead. If you got Aaron Jones, Alvin Kamara, um, Chris Olave. Yep. Chris Olave. We'll we'll talk a little bit about that on Wednesday. Uh, Like some prep for for week 14 as well to like have people kind of look ahead as well. So cool. We'll touch a little bit on that. So. Well, that'll do it for tonight's episode. Zach, thank you so much for joining us again. It's always a pleasure to have you on. Thanks for having me, fellas. Thanks, Zach. We love you, Zach. You too. And uh, you can find us on our main Twitter at Best Coast FF. You can find me at BCFF underscore Brandon. You can find me at BCFF underscore Jordan. And I'm at BCFF Josh. And if you need to get a hold of Zach, he didn't say anything too controversial tonight, so you probably don't need to get a hold of him. You can probably find but, him in uh, the beer uh, aisle at Costco. <laughs> yeah, you can. <laughs> yeah. That's actually you guys can uh, hit any of us up on, on Twitter, and we'll, we'll relay the message. But we appreciate everybody, and we'll see you guys again on Wednesday.